Hello, powerful people. My name is Edouard Gilles, personal development speaker and talk show host. And I want to welcome you to this holistic experience called Ed Talks Daily Personal Development and Motivation. This podcast is all about growth in all aspects of your life. How do you solidify a great mindset that will lead to a healthy body, healthy relationships, and an in-tune spirit? Well, join me on this journey to becoming the best version of ourselves. If you want a podcast that you can relate to, a podcast that will motivate and inspire you, all while educating you on ways to personally develop and grow as a being, Ed Talks Daily is for you. Find Ed Talks Daily on your favorite podcast app and be sure to leave your thoughts in the form of a review. Or tune in live every Monday at 12 p.m. by visiting FAURradio.com. How's it going, everyone? Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Ed Talk Podcast. It's a new semester, and I'm here to bring to you new motivation inspiration to get you on your grind and towards some greatness. The mission of Ed Talk is to uplift, motivate, and inspire individuals to achieve a whole mind, body, and nutrition. And this is of my total experiences as it relates to my journey on this earth so far. And nothing I hear say here on this show is like set in stone. Like I'm not telling you go take all of this and do it. I'm telling you listen to it. Let it simmer into your mind. And come to your own conclusion. I think if we don't do that as human beings, then we're being steered wrong. Because somebody might have control of your life. Because you're doing what they're saying. So I don't want you to do that. I simply desire to be a guide of inspiration and motivation for you to decide and find on your own what's the way that you must take. And with my words, may God bring some light into your path and some sun into your heart. Now, who am I? My name is Edouard Gilles, or Edward Giles, as some people say in English. And I'm a passionate, motivational speaker who aims to empower the millennial generation to embark life with a holistic paradigm holistic means that you look at all aspects and not just like the financial aspect you look at your mind body nutrition spirit right by sharing personal development principles and wellness counseling to audiences so that various aspects of health can be approved i serve as the host of the unlimited power show which is a personal development talk show that shares and serves as an educational platform for mental, physical, and spiritual health. My mission is to empower, motivate, and uplift individuals to achieve a whole mind, body, and nutrition. Now that I've told you about the show, I've told you about who I am. What is the topics for today's show? Today's podcast is about designing a new direction for your life with God's inspiration. So we're going to talk about How do you find purpose and direction for 2019? How do you set goals and have a vision board? And how do you think, how do you do things this year that you didn't see yourself doing last year? And what resolutions have you already broken in the first week? That's an interesting topic. Um, And reason why I talk about things on the Ed Talk podcast that I go through. So we're at the same time that I am giving, I guess, my uh, wisdom or knowledge not wisdom knowledge that I've acquired or life experiences I'm I've actually dealt with it myself so it's they're fresh right I said fresh out of pain 
that's my thing is like fresh out of paint that's why the podcast is real because it's aligning with what i'm doing so i've been trying to find purpose and direction for 2019 and what i mean by that is not like general what's my purpose i know what my purpose is in general but every year should have its own purpose there was this instagram thing i saw it was like 2017 was the year of uh pain and 20 18 was the year of growth 2019 is the year of making things happen so it's like that every year has a purpose because every year gets you towards your purpose in a different way so i was thinking to myself what do i want to accomplish this year and i was thinking to myself what is it that i want to really focus on as far as my life goes because i have goals but the direction in which your life goes depends on what you focus on. Sometimes, like, we don't realize that if we're focusing on our pains, instead of getting gains, we kind of get more pain. And I've had a season of pain before, and it has happened over and over. So, to figure out purpose and direction for 2019, first you have to determine what is your purpose. Now, purpose to people all around the world can mean a lot of different things and it could get really confusing for some and for some others they're probably living in their purpose without really knowing it so let's 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 look up to see what does the word purpose mean because a lot of times we throw things out but we don't know their definition if you want to find out the meaning of your life take the word meaning you have to find out what defines you what defines what you do and why you do it so the purpose means that the reason for which something is done or created why does something exists you know so think about that the reason why you exist what is your purpose this year what is the reason that you're still on this planet this year what what is your purpose now a lot of people don't know the answer some people are like well you ask somebody what their purpose, they often want to tell you what they do, but they don't really know what their purpose. So let's look at some other definitions. In the verb definition, it means having one's intention or objective, right? It's like, what is your objective? So purpose aligns with the reason why you're alive and a being. And it also means what is your attention and focus and objective? So when I really thought about my life, what I want to do, it came down to this thing. Like, I'm not trying to make a million dollars as much as I'm trying to change a million lives. And that's my purpose. Now you're like, how can you change lives? I cannot change anybody's life. But what I can do is that I can help somebody have a better day. And now how do I do that? My words, right? So when I was writing in my book, I didn't tell y'all, but I'm writing a book, right? Your boy Ed is making moves for 2019. It's called Grow Through the Pain. And one part of it was like deliverance, right? Sometimes our souls want to deliver something to the world, as in like a gift, talent, skill set, or business. But we haven't been able to get deliverance for our own souls. So in finding our purpose is in delivering ourselves from our past selves by allowing God to step in and do that for you. That's why I said uh, a new direction for your life with God's inspiration and motivation. 
the best inspiration comes from god brothers and sisters not from me we are simply vessels that carry out that carry out what god was delivered to through the world we're the middleman we don't really think about it that way but think about a mailman you get yourself sometimes you get a lot of bills but you also get a lot of skills that's delivered through you see what i just did there I gotta tell you, like, these words really don't come from me. Like, you think I'm that smart? I'm not. This is all from G-O-D. So we deliver the things that the creator gives to us or whatever you want to call it. No, actually, not that. What the creator gives to us, we deliver to the world. So when we come from purpose, which is the reason why you're here, you want to think about what do you have to deliver, right? So we have what we call talents and gifts, and God give us all talents and gifts and abilities and things we can do. It's not that we don't have them. It's that we haven't really seeked for them or listened for them. So this is something that has, I've learned in my own life. It's about listening and not so much seeking. When we're on the move, we can't see what we got because we're going towards something we're trying to get. You can't see what you got because you're trying to get something. So that's been the rhetoric of my life. I'm an avid goal setter. We're going to get to goals, but I'm always trying to figure out what I'm trying to get instead of seeing what I got. And at the end of like the whole December has really been me figuring out what do I want to do this year? And I was thinking to myself, like, I know, Ed, you could start a business. You got media. You could do videography. You could speak. You could edit. You could write. You could like so it's it's like i'm like oh my my head has been in trouble my heart has been in trouble because my talents and and abilities are pulling me in all types of directions so i'm like oh my god what do i do what do i do and i'm like okay first of all i really can't focus on what i want to do but i have to focus on what my purpose is so instead of focusing on everything that I can do, because it's really limitless when you think about it. If you were to really think of all the skills, there's the difference between skills and gifts. Don't mistake skills and gifts. Sometimes your skills open the door for your gifts to blossom. You don't, you don't hear that. Your skills open the door for your gift to blossom. What I mean by that is simple. For instance, my skill of videography and techie it's probably going to end up being a media company one day. I definitely believe that. However, what I've realized is that being able to be a good video and audio and whatever, all these skill sets I got in the media, doesn't mean that I should just go and start a media company. It just means that I should use it for me to be the media company. So using my skills to get my gifts of speaking, empowering, and inspiring to other people, using my skills to get my will on the spotlight so we're telling we're talking about talents and gifts so i want you to think about yourself what talents and gifts do you have what are some things that you do effortlessly what are some things that you do without thinking about it what are some things that come to intuition just like you very easily so we're talking about talents and gifts now I want to bring attention to you a talent story that I found to be really, really interesting. And it was about, so I'm going to bring it to you here. It's actually in the Bible. 
and it, it was very it was the, one of the most empowering thing that I uh, that I came about and to give you a little backstory on this talent story I had written it down on my I had written down like a month ago and it was in my book and I didn't really know if if it was like something I should pay attention to for some reason I wrote it down a, like a month ago and then on Sunday I was like let me read this again and the parable about the talent story in the Bible and then the same day I went to church and the same thing was preached so it was like God was trying to tell me something in regards to the answers I've been listening for or at least I was also seeking for those answers I'm not gonna lie I was seeking but also listening so let's talk to you about the parables of the bags of gold so Matthew 25 verse 14 it says again it will be like a man going on a journey and he called his servants and entrusted them wealth talents back then so the back then a talent was a measure of gold actually I wrote this down and before we get to that I'm gonna tell you so talents back then and I'm gonna say talents and not gold was a unit of value that at the time it was worth 50 80 li libre see I, I'm probably not saying that right but that's 1.4 million dollars now right but in the Bibles in the New Kings version it says talents so we're going back it said is entrusted talents to them the one he gave five talents he gave one two talents and he gave another one talent and according to his ability he went on his journey right and the man who had received five talents went in once and he put his money to work and he gained five more and then the other one who had two talents went with that talent and gained two more but the man who went with one talent, he took that talent, dug it in a hole, and hid the talent. And then after time, the master came back, and all those servants returned and settled with him. The man had received five talents, brought the other five. And he said, Master, you entrusted me with five talents. See, I've gained five more. And his master replied, well done, good and faithful servant. Or something like that. And he went upon his way. You have been faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Come and share in your master's happiness. How great. So the man who had two talents also came by and master said. He said, master, you entrusted me with two talents. I went out and I got two more. His master said, well done. Faithful servant. And he said, I've entrusted you with a few things and now I will put you in charge with many things. Come and share with your master's happiness. Then the man who received one talent, he took that talent. He said, uh, Master, you, I know you were a hard man, Master. So I took that talent and I hid it in the ground. And see, here's what belongs to you. His master replied, You wicked and lazy servant. You knew that I have harvest which you have not shown and gather what I have not scattered seed. Well then you should have put my money on a deposit with the bankers so that when I return I would have it back with interest. So he took the bag of gold away from him and gave him to the other ones who had ten bags. 
and this is what it says Matthew 25 verse 29 for whoever has will be given more and they will have abundance whoever does not have even what they have will be taken away from them and he said throw that worthless servant outside into darkness where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth and that's the entire story now what have you gotten from that story of talents the story of talents in the Bible talks about that if you cannot be trusted with few talents it'll be taken away from you and given to someone else so a lot of us were sitting on talents and we're not building interest in our time now this is very interesting talents refer to gold refer to money interest means accumulated um, gains on your money over time interest and talents means gaining interest from other people seeing your talent and them investing in you so that they could enjoy your talents or investing your talents into other people so that they can have interest in the kingdom of God if he cannot trust you with this one talent he has given you then by all means you'll be thrown out and your talent will be given to someone who has more talents so what you don't use you lose so what I got from this whole story as I've been seeking and searching and listening for what should I go about in 2019 it came to me that this message to me is saying you have these skills you have these dreams you have these abilities but you're not utilizing them and yet you expect to be a millionaire you're saying well you've been given this you've been given this opportunity you've been given this way of communicating speaking writing um, making videos you got all these little talents that God has given to you and if you take them you store them away he's gonna take that talent give it to someone else and when I understood that concept then I suddenly realized that the righteousness of man is determined on how valuable does he take upon the talents that he's been given how much value do you see in what you have right now and when we don't see the value in what we have right now we're just building a way of losing it so I say to you lose not your talents your gifts and your abilities but put them to use and if you don't know them there's a way that you could find them out you need to dwell and and engage in different activities so that you can really see what you're talented about and a lot of times the things we're already doing is where we can find our talents now I don't know exactly how to find all of your talents but there are countless of tools out there for instance strengths finder is a tool that allows you to it's actually a book and a test that allows you to see what your strengths are so you can literally go in there and figure out your strengths I want you to ponder upon that idea if you're listening online, wherever you're listening. Talking about what are your talents, your gifts, and how can you align your purpose with your gifts? Aligning your purpose with your gifts is about listening to the direction your life has been pulling you towards. And not listening to the bag. <laughs> hey, this is interesting because we're talking about talents mean gold. Literally, your talents are worth millions of dollars. So at this point, we've gotten to the point where we realize that your talents means millions of dollars. Yet you're wasting your talents away and asking for more money. Hmm. Let's think about that. Your talents, a talent back then is worth $1.2 million now. Talent means bags of gold. So literally, there was there's a strong correlation between your talents and your income. 
So now aligning your purpose with your gift. We talked about purpose. Purpose is why you're here. Your talents is what you have, why you're here, and how do you use those two to get you to the next level. In finding purpose, we have to define first, who are we trying to help with my purpose in life? Now, if your purpose in life is about helping yourself, then it's really not a purpose. Now, you might say, well, what do you mean? My purpose in life has to do with other people? Mm-hmm. It, it does. It, it's all about serving others, right? Serving others is like holding the door for someone. Even though you got a whole bunch of stuff in your hand, you're still holding the door for them. That's when you don't think about yourself. You think about how can I help other people? So we should begin to understand that what we have is about loving and helping other people. People leaving the desert is able to able to help people who are still in it thrive and get one out of pain and build purpose. So sometimes we're in the desert of our lives and we're wondering why is it that I'm here? Why is it that I'm going through all this stuff and we don't quite understand why? In order for you to help other people's lives become better, you have to experience the desert yourself. If you want to tell people where to find a well for water, you might have to be thirsty at one time and you have discovered where the well is. And then you're able to go back and tell them this is where the well is. So in finding our purpose, it's about solving a problem for society. The whole world is built upon this one issue. It's either A, you live with purpose or you live with greed because the opposite side of being purposeful is greedy it's like there's two things you can live with purpose or greed but your purpose cannot be greed a person who's greedy is looking to do something to gain something capital to gain money at the expense of others while somebody who lives in purpose is looking to do something great to help other people achieve or decrease their pain a person who's living a life of greed is looking to do something to gain capital gains at the expense of others and people who are trying to live a life of purpose is looking to do something to help others thrive in life that's how all businesses are built that's how great companies are started and uh, and they're either in the purpose driven or grid greed driven you know there are companies out there that's not helping people's lives get better there are companies that they i mean they're solving one problem but creating another problem so there's a mixture of purpose and greed in it in finding out how do you align your purpose with your gifts what i had to do now is that i had to think about my mission in life is to inspire motivate and uplift people to live a holistic lifestyle by achieving a full mind body nutrition and now spirit how can I start with that information that I've now acquired about myself and what I want to do in regards to my purpose and how to align it with my gifts. So if I want to inspire, motivate, and uplift people, what are some of the gifts I have? Mm, one of the gifts is train of thought, inspiration, think, speaking, hosting shows, and all those are actually perfect gifts to help inspire, motivate, and uplift people. So now I begin to say, okay, hmm, now that I've gotten this idea that I can use this what can I do now to make my passion my profession so that's the next question is how do you turn your passion into a profession 
how do we listen to what God has been trying to tell us? So now I'm thinking, okay, so I can speak, I do podcasts, I do shows. How do I monetize those? This is where we try to take our gifts and redeem that $1.2 million I was talking about earlier. Now, in taking my gift of speaking, I'm like, well, I wanted to start this text media business, but how about I lean more towards a speaking business, right? How do I start to speak more? So I'm finding out ways to do that. What can I start with what I have right now? Maybe I won't get paid gigs in the beginning, but can I speak at a high school, elementary school, service club, uh, uh, prison for youth? I mean, where can I speak? And then I, I thought about it. I'm like, okay, I have a show already that's produced. I produced well over 40 episodes. What, how can I use uh, my talent and my purpose with the skill that I have to turn it into that $1.2 million? I'm like, okay, there are TV shows that need content. I have content. How can I pitch those shows to TV shows, to TV networks, and get sponsors and get paid? So now my mind is becoming more creative and turning my purpose into my profession, my passion into my profession and my skill set into money. So now that's how you're aligning your purpose with your gifts and living in it. So when I begin to think about my life, I'm like, well, if I do go ahead and start a business right now in regards to tech and media, that will take away from me speaking and inspiring at a younger age rather than doing it at 30 or 40. I'm like, maybe the people won't see me at 30 40. Maybe my purpose needs to happen right now in this way. And sooner or later, it will evolve to something different. So sometimes we can't operate on our times. We have to operate on God's schedule. And that was a major thing that I learned upon listening to what God was telling me. So now let's talk about where is your time spent? Is it on purpose or without purpose? Where is your time spent? Is it on purpose or without purpose? I was reading a book and they had some really good stuff on there. It's crazy. When you start asking questions, you start getting answers. My question was, how do I choose? Like, what do I do? Which route do I go now? You know? And when I read this book, it was just all about purpose. And guess what? It had God written all over it. And I knew at that time, that was my answers that I needed at the time. So, the book was like, where are you spending your times? So, the questions you want to ask is, what are my strengths, what groups do I serve, and what goals do I want to achieve with those? So, having those things, you're able to now think about where will I best allocate my time to make all of those things come into tuition. So... We have to start to make a list of all these things. So this was what the book told told me that you should do. And I'm going to tell you right now what is it. If you listen to this, you're tuning into the Ed Talk podcast on the one and only Owl Radio at the FAU. So now, 
we're going to ask you to list a list of activities. You're going to create a column, two column chart. You're going to write a list of activities that you do from morning to night. On the next column, you're going to have heart, impact, or growth, or obligation. And you're going to rank each one of these categories from one through five. You know, with one being the most, with one being the least and five being the most. So how much does this activity um, has to do with your impact, your growth, or your heart, or is it just an obligation? How much of your activities are going towards doing something that you love? How much of these activities are going doing something that impacts? And how much of these are helping you grow? And how much are you doing just because you're obligated to do? And once you figure out that, then you can see, well, I'm not really living in my purpose and passion or gifts. I'm literally just doing what I'm obligated to do. So I'm living life without purpose. And a life without purpose, ladies and gentlemen, is not a life worth living. That's the list that I found in the book. And I thought that was pretty interesting because a lot of times we're literally, we're just busy, but not accomplishing or living in passion. So that's, that was very interesting read for me. And the book name, I don't know if I told y'all the book name. I'm going to tell you right now because I got it all in my book. The book name was called Trade Up by Dean Newley. Newly, I think that's how you say his name. Trade up, right? And he was talking about his life and how he made a lot of money and he wasn't fulfilled. So fulfillment is so important for your life. A lot of people become really wealthy, but they never get to fulfillment. So think about where is your time being spent? Is it on purpose or without purpose? Follow that chart that I just learned in this book, and I'm sharing it to you here on the Ed Talk Podcast, free of charge. So now, now that you know what direction you go towards, what will you do along this way this year that you have not done this year before? What will you do along this way this year that you have not done the year before? Sometimes we go through the motion, we set resolutions for every year and we're like, yeah, I'm going to get it done. But in reality, we're doing the same thing we did last year. And we just don't realize it because, well, it's hard to realize what you do if you don't intentionally study yourself. And a lot of us, we don't study ourselves, unfortunately. So what are you going to do this year that's completely different from last year? You really want to think about that. Really begin to think about, hmm, how can I dream 10 times bigger? This year for me, it was from writing an article to writing a book. I'm like, hmm, I can actually write a book. Now that's a strong conviction and I had to believe that I can do that. And the next up it was, hmm, how about instead of doing this show on YouTube, how about I actually get paid to do this show? So how do I pitch this show to a TV network and make money from it? So that was a different thing from last year. And again, this year I'm like, hmm, how do I use all of these things that I've learned and start coaching and doing these things? And how do I speak in front of audiences and actually get paid to do it? So I've thought about what can I do this year that I have not done the year before. After all of this, I had to get clarity. Before I can come up with these things, I had to get clarity in my life because without clarity, 
You can't go towards what you want. So that's the question. What is it that you're going to do this year that's going to be different from the year before? I want to let you know if you're dreaming small, you're only making you small. You're only making your dreams smaller than they have to be. If you're dreaming small, you're only making your life smaller than it has to be. However, align that with your purpose and your gifts because that's the most important thing. So now, the final question to figuring out your purpose and your direction is will it make you happy? Now, at the end of all of this, if the sole purpose is to impress people, is to make money, is to be the man, is to say you've accomplished something, if it's for merely if it's merely for actually accomplishment, that's even worse. If it's merely for accomplishment, then you really failed. How does this make you happy? Will it make you fulfilled and happy? Will it? Will it? So when I thought about myself, right, I was like, I'm going to start this media company. And I was like, well, I do like making content and videos. But what I like more, what really makes me happy is interviewing and actually doing, being in front of the camera, talking to people. That's, that makes me more happy. I'm like being out. Like, that's what I really want to do. So I had to think of, well... This one is the orthodox way of doing things, being behind the camera, making that that definitely could make money. But what do I really, really want to do? I was watching Eric Thomas's video and he was like, God gave you a job and that was the job that was going to take you to the next opportunity. But because you didn't value what you have, you can't get what's next because you have disrespected your gifts. God gave you a job and that was the job that was going to take you to the next opportunity. But because you didn't value it, you can't get what's next. You have disrespected your gift. Same thing. Matthew 25 verse 29 says, So who has will be given more and they will have abundance. Who does not have, even what they have, will be taken away and given to someone else. So what do you have right now that you're not using? What talents, gifts, and abilities that you have that you're just letting sit down, picking up dust? You want to think about that. And in thinking about that, you want to act upon it. And it could just be by writing one thing. If you are, if you think you're a poet, just write a nice, uh, what do you call it, sonnet. What is it, sonnet? Write a paragraph, right, of your poetry and see how that goes. If, you, if you're saying go in the bathroom and start singing, you know what, like... I don't know what your faith is. You get sing whatever song you want to sing. If you if you if you think you're gonna be the best rapper, go ahead and start rapping. And those are just the common gifts, right? If you can do some extraordinary thing that nobody else can do, go and do that thing. Because once again, you've given a job. You've been given a job, and if you don't take that job, the next opportunity is gonna be shut from you. And you can't get what's next because you disrespected your gift. God gave you a thing and he won't give you another thing because God says, the way you treated your thing that I give you, you can't handle any more things. So, hey, I'm not going to give you nothing else, bro. I'm not going to give you what you're really trying to get the next level because you can't handle it. You can't handle the truth. So for every opportunity you're given, take that opportunity and share it with somebody else. And I promise you, that'll make you very happy. So last question is what will make you happy? 
Now, now that we've talked about fire figuring out your purpose and direction for 2019, hopefully it's been useful. How do you set goals and have a vision for the new year coming up? What goals and visions are you going to have in 2019? What are your goals? Like, what are your top 10 goals for this year? I don't call them resolutions. I call them revolutions. How are you going to revolutionize your life? Okay. So what are your goals? And why should you set them? Setting your goals is for accountability. You can't always remember all your goals. You think you do, but you really don't. You, you kind of forget some. I'm sorry. The human mind have not evolved to the point where you could remember everything. I wish it had, but you don't remember them by head. So you write them down. That way you know what your goals are. And you can go back to them at the end of the year and see if you accomplished them. You can go back to them every three months, every six months, every nine months, every 12 months. And see if you've accomplished them. If not, something else needs to be changed. So how do you then go about setting the goals? First, you want to think about what do you want? What life do you want to create? What impact do you want to have? What's your purpose? What's your goals? I mean, what's your purpose and what gifts do you have? And in doing and having that, you're able to take all of that and formulate the goal that you desire. I would say the most important thing to have is to have a certain mission. That's your purpose. Once you have a purpose, your goals can align with your purpose more easily. But if you don't, if you're just drifting around like a leaf in the wind, then you just fall wherever you fall. But if you're focused, sense of direction, this is where I'm going towards, then there's a better chance you get toward there. So in setting goals, you need to have a vision. That's why vision is very important. So now, how do you set goals? There's something called the SMART rule. Specific, measurable, attainable, something with the R, and traceable. <laughs> I definitely forgot the R. Reasonable, I guess. So, you want to have a, a time date on your goal. When do you want it to achieve? You want to have a specific. Don't just drift in the wind. Be like, I want to be rich. I'm sorry, bro. Not going to happen. Do you want spiritual wealth, material wealth, a car, house? What do you want? How much money do you want to make? What is it? You got to know exactly what it is. So specific time period. And then you want to have a purpose. That's, I'm going to add that a purpose, not just specific time period, but why do you want to go? So that's the because. So I want A and B and C at this time, at that time, because this and that. It'll make me happy. It'll get my family out the hood. Whatever you think you should put, you put that there. And you also want it to be what I call, you want it to be attainable. Don't go crazy because somebody says you can do whatever you put your mind to. But they didn't say you could do whatever you put your mind to in one year. I'm not telling you you could do what you do. You could do what you put your mind to in two years or three years or four years. Each season has its fruits. What are your fruits for 2019? Think about that specifically. What are your fruits for 2019? It's a nasty 19. Take it easy. Don't be too nasty. Don't be too nasty. It's 2019, baby. So now you're thinking, all right, I've gotten my goals set. It's specific, measurable, attainable, reasonable, traceable. Now you got to trace them suckers. 
Now, here's what I say. You take goals from yearly goals, you section down to monthly goals, then weekly goals, then daily steps to achieving the week vision, to achieving the month goal, to achieving the year goal, and achieving a life fulfillment. So that has been what I've came to realize is that if you're not doing daily the things you ought to do, you're not going to do the things weekly. And the month is not going to go that well. And the year is not going to go that well. Success is a sum total of traceable, small steps towards what you want. I had to learn that. This stuff is like, I read this stuff. I don't just read it. I've lived it. So procrastination is the main killer of dreams. Is how I know because procrastinated a lot and it has not stopped my dreams. It just had added a little bit more time. And with time comes more wisdom and it also is like you weren't ready, bro. So procrastination can be a good thing if it's done involuntarily <laughs> is what I mean by that. Sometimes God will procrastinate your dreams because he has something bigger in store for you. So you're wondering, like, why didn't I start? Why does business didn't thrive yet? Well, because that was not your business. That's what I realized. I'm like, maybe that was not what I was supposed to do. And not on, don't use that excuse all the time. If you're saying that to get out, then you know you're using an excuse. If you're not saying that to get out, but it's still happening over and over, then you know it's probably God's plan for you. You ever heard the Drake song? God's plan. God's plan is taking you away from what you want to do to what he has in store for you. So, really start to think, am I doing daily things that's going to get me towards my goals? So, now I'm really owning in on a list. Like, we got lists right here about like, what is the what is the weekly goal? I have a weekly review. I'm telling you, I used to have one a year. I would go through a, a, a one of these books. Now in two months, one of them is done. So that means I've become better, and I've learned that procrastination is a killer of our dreams. So don't procrastinate this year. Just try to get things done. So now I've shown you what goals are, how to set them, why you should set them. Now, how are you going to achieve your goals? Now, how am I supposed to tell you how to achieve your goals when I have not achieved all my goals? But here's what I'm going to tell you. Do it when nobody's watching or listening. That's it. That is the main advice I'm going to say to you because I've done that. I can only talk about what I've done and what I've always done is doing it. When nobody's watching or listening. What that means is you're going to go and be away from everybody and work on your stuff. Even though we're not seeing you or listening to you. You're going to sometimes exclude yourself and not include yourself in everything so that you can go to the next level. They say that success is doing small things daily that other people won't do so that you can live the rest of your life like other people can't. So, doing things that other people are not praising you for right now is going to let you achieve all your goals. I just gave you the ultimate secret. And the next secret, though, is do it until you achieve it. 
unless God says no. Now you can spend your whole life trying to achieve something that God don't want you to achieve. And you're like, I really want this thing, but hey, I'm sorry, dude, it's just not your thing. It So there it's like there's two parts. It's what you want and what's good for you. And once you can find the balance between those two things, everything you want to achieve will happen. Now, part of achieving your goals is not just being perseverant, not only persevering, not only doing the small things daily, not only doing when nobody's watching or when nobody's listening, but it's also faith. I know I said that was one thing, but there's way more things. But faith is the most important thing. But what is the faith that you have? Is it in yourself? Is it in your talents, your abilities? What is your faith based upon? Is it just like a million dollars? The location of your faith is very important. If you just have faith in things, I'm sorry, that's not good faith. Faith and perceived wealth can achieve a lot of money in the bank, but probably won't make you happy. That's that's the thing. All of the rules, spiritual laws, you could defy them by following just the laws and you will get what you want to get. Like you can easily make a million dollars if you follow specific guidelines and principles. Like you can't. But it doesn't come with the most important thing, which is purpose and fulfillment. So that's why a lot of people become rich but not really wealthy in the sense of holistic wealth. So that's why put your faith in the right thing for me it's god and it used to be me i used to like idolize my unlimited power to achieve greatness but now i'm thinking hey i know you you're great but god is greater and 2019 is the year to do great things designing a new direction for your life with god's inspiration and plan for your life Ladies and gentlemen, I am closing off. My name is Edouard I want to thank you for tuning in to FAU Our Radio. It's your host, Edouard And I want to remind you that you have the unlimited power in you to achieve whatever it is that you want. But until you believe that, the world will forever miss your talents, your gifts, and all the great things that you have to offer. So let your light shine. Don't hide it. Don't dim it. Peace. Please be sure to like, subscribe to this podcast leave a review on apple it really helps a lot when you leave a review because more people find this stuff and none of y'all left me a review yet so go do it right after you listen to this and also follow all my social media is ceo ambitionist bringing motivation inspiration personal development at your fingertips all social media platforms at out at talks peace